0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Uncle Tickles and you are listening to New Dad. You're listening during some strange times. If you're like me, uh, you know, you're looking for things to help get you through, help pass time and uh, just till there is a a little bit of a return of normalcy. And and for me, that seems to be art and artists. Uh, You know, so when I say that, I'm I'm talking about, you know, podcasts and TV and movies and uh, music. Um, These are the things I'm turning to, uh, whether it's music to help lighten my mood or, uh, you know, break up the day, a TV show to just kind of sit and take my minds off things or or a book just to totally escape. Um, You know, that's what's worked for me. And in talking to some other people, it seems like that that kind of is is what we have and what they're turning to as well. So we have a very special guest uh, here for you today. We have Kate Flynn from. Pop Moms podcast joining us to talk about what's helping uh, get her and her family through these challenging times um, and, you know, what art they're consuming and enjoying. And, you know, uh, the hope is that uh, fellow parents or, you know, just individuals in general who are listening uh, can find something, whether it be a band or a TV show or a movie or a book um, that they can take away and that will help them uh, then kind of get through this and it'll be something that they enjoy. So, uh, you know, with that being said, uh, I will say there's a added caveat, and that's, you know, support local art, support support your local artists. Um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Louis Wilkinson, who did our intro, uh, you know, our new intro. I think we'll be keeping it for for a good while here. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at Laser Lou a uh, very talented artist, uh, and and he did the intro that... That you're about to see here i'm very happy with how that turned out um you know and and however you can do that you know whether it's monetarily or or just through your support uh rating reviewing promoting their their work um you know it goes a long way so uh, i do think that you know while we're all consuming that and we're enjoying it it is important to try to give back and lift those artists up you know since they're giving us you know a small slice of joy during a time when uh, that's hard to come by to be, to be honest. So, um, you know, I won't keep you much longer. I really want to get to Kate. She was great on this episode and, um, you know, we're going to, you know, really give another tip of the hat to, uh, a special friend of the program and artist uh, prop So, uh, prop, please take us away. Tickles here. We're back with Kate Flynn, host of Pot Moms podcast, a fantastic podcast and an even more tremendous mother. Kate, introduce yourself to Uncle Tickles' little children.
1: Yeah, totally. So I do the Pot Moms podcast and um, really the idea behind it is to go ahead and normalize cannabis use for moms, for women, and really everyone. Um, our episodes are pretty fun. We usually kind of start with a topic. We will have, you know, some playful banter about it. Uh, maybe talk about a strain that we're smoking or a product that we're using. Um, really, just aiming to educate uh, the listeners on something about cannabis-related. And the more we learn about it, the more we talk about it, the more we normalize it. And pretty soon, people can get off my dick about smoking weed.
0: Yeah. And uh, and what strain are you smoking <laughs> for today's episode?
1: Oh, so this one that I am doing today. So I have two. I really like a combination at this hour. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the first one is called the CBG Blend, and both of them are by Halo Cannabis. So if you're in the Seattle, Washington area, um, you'll be able to pick up their product. Um, You can pick up uh, different CBD products online. Um, Halo Cannabis, it's H-E-Y-L-O. The first strain is um, the CBG Blend. So it's a three to one ratio CBG, which is one of the components of the strain and then THC. Um, So it's just kind of fun. Um, It's just, it's really creative, which, you know, is one thing that we talked about in the episode and which has been like really personally really imperative in terms of being able to kind of take the bull by the horn, so to speak, of like trying to teach your kids shit at home um, and like, stuff done and feel like a person although you haven't left your house in a really long time um so this helps yeah. and other one is called spring equinox and it's another um this one is really heavy in thcv um which is a different type of thc st- um, component of the strain um and i really like that one so this one i'm smoking in a pax which i don't really love the pax but i really like the
0: strain awesome awesome <laughs> and uh you know, you, you hit on creativity and, and how it's been a key uh, characteristic that's needed to get through these times. And, you know, I have two kids under two. And I think for for people who are listening and have kids, the the challenge of, of talking about suggestions to get through is that suggestions are so age-dependent. You know, what may work for your son, Cole, is not working for Mikey, right? Um, you And especially when you have kids that vary in age, you can't just put one show on. You know, um, we're lucky in that you know Sh- Shep's too solo so young that really he's kind of like oblivious to everything at this point. Mm-hmm. He's uh, you know, he's he's becoming more and more aware of things, but at the same time, it's like he can stare at a light bulb and just be totally enamored for for hours at a time. Um,
1: bless, so,
0: his heart. <laughs> yeah, bless his heart. <laughs> yeah. Bless his little heart. So, I mean, there is an advantage of that, right? And uh, and, and, and I guess um, the hard thing is it's it's just, it puts a big strain. I guess what I'm trying to get at is, you know, it feels exhausting at times for us. And, you know, we have to, one of them is not even mobile and neither of us are working at the moment, you know? So for for parents out there who are working and having to to do what we're doing, I can't imagine. You know, I, I can't imagine the stress that they're throwing. Um, so I, you know, I what I do imagine is, you know, there's a little bit more screen time, you know, perhaps there's there's a little bit more of the, you know, having to just, you know, I don't want to, you know, bend on certain things that you you try to be a little bit more strict on, and I know people have gotten creative, you know, you and Mike mentioned you guys buying a trampoline, and you guys talk about it in your your five tips. Um, we bought chef a slide and that's been a saving grace. So it's, you know, those yeah. sort of things, you know, you kind of let them get a little bit more wild than maybe they normally would. But again, bringing it back to what, what I mentioned at the top is for us uh, it's been art. So uh, you know, so whether that's been a TV show or a book or, or music to help, you know, lighten the mood or give us a break uh, you know, from TV or something um, you know, all these things have been so, so key. So I'm wondering how, how has that played a role in, you know, in your guys' house? Have you guys used, uh, you know, some shows? Have you guys been, uh, you know, finding certain books that have really caught the kids' eyes and, and really kept them, you know, engaged? Um, so what have you guys been doing or how have you guys been appreciating art? artists, I should say, too?
1: So I think, like, what's really cool is, um, so, like, okay, um in Seattle and in Washington, it was like really sudden that like they just, they closed schools. It was like a Wednesday and it was an early dismissal, which happens at one fifty. And then it, like by four that day, they were like we're closed till, you know, the end of March. And then days later updating it to the end of April. So all of a sudden we were stuck with like, oh my God, like how are we gonna make this work? Um, So we placed a couple online orders for like the key things. You mentioned it, the trampoline. Um, I also bought stuff to make slime, so kind of letting the kids get creative with, like, their hands because we've been noticing that that's something that's really helpful to kind of get some of their energy out. Um, We also have, like, a little tub that has um, water beads in it.
0: Oh, we did that, like, the sensory bin?
1: Yeah, totally, yeah. And so, like they're these little balls, like literally like cap fill will fill like a huge thing with these like balls that the kids can kind of play with. So we've kind of been, you know, putting them into circle groups with colors or like looking at how they look when you hold it up to the sun, like kind of trying to incorporate some of those things visually, like all of their senses. Um, we bought a tie-dye kit, oh, um, awesome. which was, well, really cool. I bought 50 pounds of clay and, <laughs> and pottery tools. So we have been, like, today, um, Mikey has been, my, my uh, oldest son is really into basketball right now. And so, like, trying to explain to him, like, the concept of pottery and how, like, you can't close it, it, it in <laughs> or,
2: like,
1: or bounce it, um, you know, like, things like that. So from, like, an actual, like, a physical art and creation perspective, um, we, we've been doing that. We kind of got, like, all of the paints revamped. Um, and what we've been doing, um, which kind of how it relates to some of their books. So, um, all three kids will will tolerate, um, us reading the Mo Willems books to them, like Piggy and Gerald or the pigeon shouldn't ride the bus or drive the bus or whatever. Um, I haven't read that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's like sweetest, best one. So, hey, homework. Um, but that has been cool. And then Mo Willems also does at, um, I think it's, it's 10, Pacific, so I think that's one Eastern. Um, Every day he draws live from the Kennedy Center. So we kind of had like a backlog of YouTubes, um, and we'll go ahead and set the kids down. Um, Usually just Mikey and Ellie will be the only ones who kind of like entertain it. Um, Cole's still too young, but they'll actually just watch him and it's instructional, so like they'll draw along with him. So they're learning to draw characters of books that we're reading about.
0: That's awesome, that is fantastic. And, and that's been one of the, you know, few silver linings of this whole experience is that, it, it, you know, and again, this is a, a tribute to the artists out there. They've really kind of put themselves out there and, you know, whether it's uh, yeah. Miley, Miley Ray Cyrus uh, with her, it, you know, Instagram live series. I think uh, I was, we were talking right before this, uh, Death Cab for Cutie and Head in the Heart were doing something live from Seattle a band you Mike, love Cold War Kids and you know I enjoy they were earlier today doing a live stream uh one of the gentlemen from Glass Animals I believe um I'm gonna be mad if I get that wrong but I believe it's the lead singer from Glass Animals is doing a uh quarantine cover series which is awesome with uh Heart Shaped Box by Heart Shaped Box by Nirvana which was really good um so you know and and one of the tips in your episode just you know again to plug this I think that if you're, if you're a parent with kids, you should probably definitely go listen to this, uh, you know, tips for the quarantine episode, but were these online, you know, museum and zoo tours, have, have you had a chance to do any of those? We were supposed to do a breakfast with otters, but uh, we got the times mixed up. So we showed up like an hour late.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I know. It's tough. It's kind of tough because like we create all of these resources and all of these ideas and all of these um like uh schedules and stuff but then we actually have to fucking do it right right? there's like this thing is like i feel like it makes us feel safe to like amass all of this like information but we we have to actually do
0: it for sure for (laughs) sure so have you been able to do any of the any of the museum tours or the zoo tours no you haven't
1: Um, we did a little bit of the zoo one um Mm -hmm. because they're doing ones for like the san diego zoo and so we kind of have popped in on that it's just kind of to your earlier point the two-year-old doesn't want to do what the four-year-old wants to do but the four and the seven might play but then in certain things like we've been incorporating a lot of stuff about animals so like We'll have um, like, we'll like they wanted to do talking parrots. And so for like a day, we talked about talking parrots and we watched videos about talking parrots and why parrots like have the capabilities to learn how to ridier, like, you know what I mean? So yeah. So yeah. no, trying little things like that, but.
0: <laughs> no, and I think we did the San Diego zoo one too. And chef, and that's the thing, like chef's into anything with animals, which uh, brings me to one of like, so you know, one of the saving graces for us, uh, this quarantine, and when I say us, I probably mean me more so than Lita. Spirit on Netflix. Have you guys ever caught an episode of Spirit in uh, in any of your days, right? Or, you know, raising kids.
1: So Cole like loves the horse Spirit, yeah. but they don't want to watch the show. Like he has like one of those like big pillows that you lay on. That's uh-huh. like that. And I mean, there was a minute. I mean, this thing's like the size of a sofa cushion. So like there's a time where he would want to like bring it everywhere. So it was just like, it was insane. But no, for whatever reason, like they don't, but you said that it's super good. Tell me about it and I'll have to pitch it back to them.
0: I'm into it. Uh, Yeah, I'm into it. Well, what's, what kind of like pulled me in a little bit was uh, the opening song. I think it's. As far as theme songs go, it's, it's solid across all TV shows. But especially for kids shows, it's not annoying. I really enjoy it. We're in season three, and every time it comes on, I'm still kind of like pumped up and, and ready for it. Um, but it's just I think it's a what gets it for me is that there it's episodic or episodic uh, in that, you know, if you watch one episode, the next episode builds off that. And so I guess as an adult viewer, I appreciate that. Whereas something like Uh, Bubble Guppies or Sesame Street, they're all standalone episodes, right? It doesn't matter. There's nothing. It's not like there's a plot that it's building on. And there's eight seasons of it. And it's totally new to him. And and for the same reason you said that Cole's kind of into it, the horses, Shep, for whatever reason, is super into the nae is what he calls them. Um, So that show, um, and and to your point, though, like there will be stretches, right? Kind of long stretches where it's not focusing on the horse, it's focusing on, you know, these kids. Um, and, and he will get disinterested for a second, but it, you know, it typically will come back to the horses quickly enough to, to kind of roll them back in. Um, and you know, I think it's great because the 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 lead protagonist is a female and it's, you know, portrays her in a very strong, um, positive light. And, uh, in, you know, I think, you know, for, for one, I, it's kind of, you don't see a ton of that. I think you're seeing more of it, but, Um, and probably more so for our generation, right? You see that and you're more impressed than kids. Kids probably don't notice that as much. They
1: don't notice
0: it. But for me, I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, we, you also talked about Disney plus in your tips episode. Um, you know, and it's one of those things (laughs) you go back and you start watching these Disney movies and you start seeing all this stuff and you're just like, Oh, you're more aware of it. Um, you know, it's pretty crazy, but spirit, I would encourage anyone who, who's not familiar who has a kid, maybe between the ages of two and. Four maybe uh, i think it's totally appropriate and um and chef seems to like it so uh and, and it's one of those things where I, I think i even caught myself like going back and rewatching an episode that i knew had played in the background while i was making dinner but i just didn't see how it ended so i was really it really bugged me that i wanted to know how this plot plot kind of worked out so like
1: uh, you would dvr it DVR yes you yeah
0: 100 I'm, I'm invested in the plot i'm really invested i kind of want to know there's they have a uh, I'll, I'll say this, too. They do a really good... They have a villain on it that I'm... I'm like, I hate this fucking guy. And I think if you get people to feel that way about something, um, it's like the same way I felt as a kid watching uh, Robin Hood, the, the one with Kevin Costner and the Sheriff of Nottingham. Um, yeah. Or Hans Gruber, the, fuck, the which I think is the same actor, actually. Maybe that's why I'm going to both of these places from Die Hard. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of bad guys that I just really hate. But, um, you know, spirit, it's, you know, again... People probably don't think of you know when we're saying you know let's salute artists that are helping us get through this. You know I'm talking about a kids cartoon that's um, about horses and three girls who uh, are kind of like rap scallions in the wild wild west. Um, But no, for sure I I appreciate it because it's helping. It's uh, it's new to me. I enjoy it and Shep enjoys it. So like I don't have to watch a Bubble Guppies episode that I've watched twenty times. Um, Are there any shows that you know, the kids are watching right now that you guys are using is like, okay, when all else fails, we put this on. Or is there anything like that?
1: My kids love Sean the Sheep. And Sean the Sheep is like a claymation, like Wallace and Gromit. Um, Except for one key difference is there is no words. Really? There's no words. In the entire show, there's there's like a hundred seasons of it. There's full movies of it. It's stop claymation. It's That's it's crazy. amazing. So like, it just it's all conveyed through like, like, huh like noises like that and like what's happening around them or like it it or like their facial expressions like it's amazing but but I like this thing stands the test of time. We like prior to isolation would have like a couple couples over who have kids and their kids would come in after we fed the kids dinner we would let them watch a movie so the adults could have like I don't know a second to think of something other than their kids. And so we would we put this on and I was like just watch it just watch it. There is not a single word in this entire movie and they will all sit there silent the entire time and they do That's so they wild. love it sean the sheep them. what's up you
0: said sean the sheep
1: Sean the sheep it's s-h-a-u-n sean okay. the sheep um cool. and they have there's one so there's there's a couple in particular the kids go through like um they go through like cycles of wanting to watch one episode over and over and over and over and over and over again to oh, yeah. so their it's usually a good one, but then like you see it a couple of times and you're like, Jesus Christ, man. Like there's this one, it's like a special episode, but it's um called Sean the Sheep, the Farmer's Llamas. And it's um llamas, like basically the farmer gets these llamas and then they're like just total, they're total jerks um, <laughs> to the whole farm, you know. And it's like, but um, yesterday Cole watched that three times. Like, because that's the only thing he will watch. So, like, our thing with the kids is, like, we will usually, we'll do something with, like, video around drawing or, um, like, a study of, like, a, like, a, like nature videos and stuff. And then, depending on the day, we might let Ellie watch a movie, like, when Cole's napping, and Mikey will be doing stuff on his tablet. And then we'll do, let them each do a show at night. So, Cole will pick the show at night, na- like, every day. Farmers llamas, farmers, <laughs> llamas, farmer's llamas like he will he wakes up talking about when the next time like negotiating when he will see the farmers llamas next um it's nice because my oldest still enjoys watching it like he'll actually like put his tablet down and like actually watch you know like That's what awesome. he's um watch it and or you know be fine if they if they do it um another really good one if you've netflix is um green eggs and ham okay it's yeah. really cool oh yeah um that one they
0: like a ton it's so funny listening to you talk about cole like waking up and talking about uh sean the sheep because shep will wake up and and i the first thing is like hello dada and then it's I, i'm like hey shep and then he's like bubble guppies yeah, <laughs> and, totally.
1: like, they love it yeah
0: and, and he he's always been indifferent like didn't care which episode but just recently in like the last three or four days He's been very particular, like he'll request them, you know, and um, it's funny the way he it's funny the way kids' minds work and the way they remember things. And also when you start recognizing those things, right? You know, because he's he's, he's,
1: he's your kid,
0: you're it's crazy because he you know, he'll just like he said he was like, Goo goo gaga, goo gaga. And there's an episode that starts off with one of the characters saying goo goo gaga, and I was like, Oh, you know, like I didn't have to be like, what are you talking about? It was like my brain immediately processed. He's talking about the like the baby episode, so play the baby episode. Um, totally. You know, um, so yeah, it's just funny how the how it works that way. Um, oh, one thing too, yeah. um,
1: Disney Plus. Okay, so um, we've like taken a trip down memory lane, right? So Mike recently gave Mikey his whole ninety um, two to ninety three basketball card collection. Oh. I mean, like Mikey has been FaceTiming with his friend like three blocks away every day trying to come to a trade.
2: Uh, it's been for
1: like two weeks. <laughs> like it, it's so funny because they're going so back and forth and Mikey has like everyone except for one player of the dream team's cards. And like I've been like messing with them and making them say Barcelona. <laughs> And um, so what we've been doing is we've been showing them some like movies from like when we were kids or ones that we like. So um, Mike really likes Sword in the Stone, oh, and yeah. so that's on us. And so like it's really brutal for me to watch. I don't like particularly enjoy that movie. Really, it's one um, of my favorites. But- See, and it's one of Mike's favorites okay. too. And um Mike's sister and I, and Kara, were talking, and we were like, "I'm like, I hate this movie." She's like, "Me too." So I don't know, like, wow. for whatever reason.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but um, we have Robin Hood on the list. We That's actually just one of my
0: favorites. Wrote,
1: Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, oh. which is a classic. Like, and I knew Mikey would like it because uh, around Christmas time we showed them Home Alone and Home Alone Two, and they were just like dying of laughter at the all of the horrific pranks. That
0: oh. <laughs> I think we, I think Mike and I, I can't remember if we talked about it on, on screen, but yeah, the, like, oh yeah, he did, he talked about having to explain to Mikey, um, just like how violent those pranks were, and he's like, no, you really can't blow a torch some dude's head, Mikey, that would like, basically kill a yeah. dude, um, yeah, no, that's too funny, um, yeah, no, Disney Plus has been a fun trip down memory lane, you know, and also, yeah. I feel like there was like a gap of, uh, Disney movies where it was just like, outside of my age, yeah. right like i lost interest there was you know, i was really into yep. disney as a kid and then all of a sudden you know i don't you just get into different movies right you kind of grow up and um, well older and
1: you get way cooler and you know disney stops
0: total, you know being right. yeah. it's fun to go back and watch those now you know like there was a bunch uh like hercules was one that kind of like fell into that oh
1: he loves
0: it hercules yes. it. <laughs> I, I put that on i was like i forgot how good this is um uh, yep. You know, this isn't Disney or modern, but this is something that we watched uh, over the quarantine that I was it, just 100% blown away by. And I guess it, in large part it's because my preconceived notion going into it was, I can't believe Lita picked this. This is going to be fucking trash. I, I'm i like, it was like one of those things where, you know, I was contemplating going up into the bathtub and pushing the toaster in um, just because I was like, oh my God. But trolls, and I, it was fucking good. Have you seen trolls? Okay oh my god yeah so fucking good so if you're out there it sounds like it would be just a, a huge time suck and maybe one of those things that makes you want to shoot yourself in head. and maybe you watch it and you're like this was why they, they suggested but uh the music was I thought pretty good and uh
1: the no, I mean come on yeah
0: it was great it was great um what what podcasts are you listening to right now because I know though that's another escape for me at night I'm able to kind of, again, just listen to something, uh, and it feels normal. Cause that's kind of what I would do normally at night to wind down.
1: Um, okay. So like, I don't know about you, but like, once I started doing a podcast, it was harder for me to like, listen to specific one. Like, I just felt like there was always noise in my ears when you're like editing and then it's like your own voice. And so it's like super bizarre. Um, but my favorite podcast podcast right now is um, the Ron Funches? It's getting better with Ron Funches, and it is so good. <laughs> I like love this man's voice. It just is like it's just is like so happy and like upbeat, but he's also like really really honest, and he has really cool guests on. I think um in my favorite episode um was I'm just looking for it right now, um, but I think it was with when he did it with um with Conan with Conan O'Brien. It's a really really good episode. Like if you're looking for like what the, um, just, I don't know what the show's about. That's like definitely one of my favorite, um, really that one. And then yours, Tommy, and then I listened to a couple other like pop mom ones. Um, but I kind of don't like doing that a ton because I don't want any of it to like skew how I create content.
0: You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, well, thank you. I'm listening. clearly clearly listening to yours um, as it's been like an inspiration for my, especially for this episode. Um, There's another, there's another one that's been a huge, again, just inspiration for doing a podcast and one that I, you know, I don't miss. They do a bunch of live content that I, I, you know, with two kids now, it's really hard. I used to be there for all the live stuff, you know, watching and in the live chats um, partly because I was a moderator for the podcast, but was, uh, it's called uh, history of Westeros and, and they just, Put out amazing high quality stuff it's you know really high standard and that's kind of when I I do religiously it's like I, I do not miss them and uh and it makes me realize just how far I, I need to go you know for my podcast and every time they you know they do an episode every Sunday and now they're doing a reread project for the books A Song of Ice and Fire so anyone who's listening I've mentioned it a couple times but uh if you're ever wondering or, or just wanting to get into the books now that the show's over. Um, you know, there is this gap, right? Everyone's waiting for the next book to be put out. There's a lot of rumors and rumblings that the new book will be out. Um, George R. R. Martin is definitely someone I'm going to tip my hat to as far as an artist getting me through the quarantine because I'm involved in this reread project. And then, um, you know, for those 45 minutes to an hour that I'm listening to the audiobooks, books, uh, it, it is really a, a true escape. I'm not here, I'm in Westeros. Um, so I would suggest people, uh, you know, you could pick up the books and then, what they do is, I believe, every they have a, an episode for every seven chapters about, give or take. Um, so you can read the seven chapters, listen to the episode, and get a fully, fully in-depth, uh, you know, kind of uh, rehashing of what's going on. I will say, though, that there are, I think, in some cases, spoilers. Um, but if you've watched the show, I don't think you're really going to be hurting for anything. Um, so those are the podcasts I'm listening to. And then music-wise... Um, you know there's a band that i i went and saw in early january you know and now the idea of going to see a band seems crazy and you almost feel like you have to defend it by 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 saying like oh it was way before all this you know um but it was you know like the first week in january it's a band called indigo desweza or desweza i might be pronouncing that wrong and my my apologies if i am um and the album is i love my mom amazing album um, I've had I've literally had it on pretty much repeat since January um, much to my wife's chagrin and, uh, and I, you know we talked about all the artists doing live streams and probably too many to actually rehash but another artist I actually want to personally thank is Rob Cause who did the intro music for New Dad he put that th- together this year uh, I believe mostly on a trip to to uh, Thailand um, and I've been listening to that album Junkyard Samurai quite a bit and introduce um Shep into uh, into proud cause and junkyard samurai and also introduce Shep to kendrick lamar who we liked very much you know so music's a very big part of our mornings and in our daily routine um what about you guys kate now flip it over um is there any like more contemporary music that the kids are starting to get into or like or that you guys introduce
1: so yes i have to like just for one second say one more good podcast recommendation oh, yeah, because i listen to more don't I um so many white guys is what it's called and it's with um the um two dope queens um Ooh. Phoebe from Dope Queens oh my god like that actually got me through training for a half marathon this summer because I could like listen to them talk and because when you're like adding up how many songs you've listened to and that's how long you've been running like that that's like the stuff my head does when I run because I'm oh. not like a blind runner I guess. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely,
1: yep. Six songs, it means I've been running for a minimum of 18 minutes. It sounds like nothing to go through, uh, you know, songs. So, but, like, podcasts are 45 minutes, so then I always knew I could do, like, two, and that would be my run. Um, okay, so I digress. What are the kids um, listening to? So Old Town Road took Mikey by storm. <laughs> and just by storm. Um, they also really like um, – um queens um i am the we are the champion oh yeah
0: oh yeah that's a i think uh, it's a rite of passage it, for kids i believe
1: what's the one that goes into does it another one go into it or um that go into another song
0: um are you talking about we, we will the rock the you and
1: then, uh we will rock you okay. yeah so that combo was yeah. like a good six minutes a piece right oh for so sure like, oh yeah you can for that for that time um mikey really likes imagine dragons oh, nice. um he likes um what else does he like cole's a big fan of we are the dinosaurs oh nice where they round <sighs> and then they take a little rest in their nest yeah <laughs> um laurie band that's an, a good that's a good one because um i mean kids songs kind of drive me crazy when i just have ellison and cole Um, at home, I'll usually put on Post Malone too. I'm a pretty big Post Malone fan and they don't register that he has like a filthy mouth. Um, so, um, but one time, a really funny story. So Mikey had just watched Pets 2, um, (laughs) and at the end of it, Kevin Hart does the Panda song and obviously incredibly edited because it's a children's movie. Um, but Mikey the next day, (laughs) like... He goes, Alexa, play the panda song. And obviously, Alexa, not knowing like that, he wants one version versus another. Puts on the original one, and like I don't know. There's like at least like five swears in like the first line. (laughs) Just the intro is like bitch, bitch, fuck, fuck. It's like basically like the um, uh, the uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob (laughs) song. that level of swearing and I just like I come out there and I'm like Alexa turn on the pet song from pets 2 and then I just like lock eyes with Mikey he looks back at me I go do you have any questions about any of the words that were just used and he goes nope and I go okay cool let me know before you decide to say them out
0: loud yeah he's of that age he's he's heard the words
1: he's the best he's like Mike played like the little part where he was like people are going crazy oh
0: yeah
1: Mike, or whatever he said, yeah. Mike play it for. Him? He like felt like like he was at was ninety two, ninety three <laughs> yeah. basketball. Cards.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought it was too awesome of a soundbite. It really was an oh awesome soundbite.
1: He made Mike a, a, um, Mike as a basketball player with number <laughs> one dad on his jersey for his birthday oh, this year.
0: That's awesome.
1: There's
0: no there's no gift you can buy that's as cute as that. <laughs> no, no, that that is awesome. And you know, I think uh, part of the reason I wanted to do this is I, I was hoping that talking about the artists getting us through was a little bit more uplifting. You know, and um, you know, and so I want to, you know, I I, I want to talk about some of the shows and movies that we may have seen or watched that are helping mm-hmm. us. Or you know, I think you've you've talked about um, we've talked about a couple shows right for our kids. I want to talk about the ones that we're watching right parents um but there have been these like really tender moments you know that just naturally wouldn't have happened because of you know at least for me and chef because uh even though we've been on fmla we've been taking chef to daycare you know because it's easier to kind of bond with the baby and we've already mentioned like the two-on-one advantage and um just how that makes a a huge difference for parents um so you know a you know i mentioned you know there's these these moments in the morning where we're going upstairs, we're watching TV, we're cuddling, you know. And I feel very fortunate that Shep is still cuddly at at one and a half, almost two years old. Um, you know, because I know at this age, and for most of the time, he is go, 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 he doesn't want that. But there are these moments where he wants a cuddle, he wants to be near his dad, um, he wants to watch us, he asks these really sweet questions. Sometimes he'll even hold my hand, um, and you know, like,
1: and they're fat little baby
0: hands, yeah. And like, and really, when I say that, he's just holding a finger, but it's like. Normally, we don't have time for that in the morning, right? Because I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to get out the door, trying to get him to daycare by a certain time. Um, and when he goes to this new daycare, it's going to be even more imperative that we get out, um, you know, because they have a cutoff. They won't take them past nine, you know? So, um, you know, I am I started thinking about that a little bit today. I'm, you know, about how all of the stuff that we're doing now and, you know, how at times I can... It, you know, you can start thinking of, holy cow, we still have 30 days of this, right? Because in Illinois, the shelter in place was just, I think nationally, it was just extended 30 That's more days, that. right? Um, so, you know, it's easy to, to kind of be like, to get overwhelmed by that thought. But then I also think like, you know, there's gonna be a time when all of a sudden this, I'm not gonna have this time with them in the morning. And okay. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna have all this time to play with them. And, and to be totally honest, you know, I've seen these developmental uh, jumps with him that I don't think would have happened at daycare you know because his daycare is great you know and um you know I think the new one's going to be even better but it doesn't it's not a substitute for one-on-one time with their parents right and that's what Shep's getting he's getting you know pretty much all day one-on-one time with me while his mom's taking care of his baby brother right and we try to switch but also part of it's you know this because of the the way we've kind of divided and conquered it's led to a little bit of like Shep wanting to be with me more and the baby feeling more comfortable with Lita and um, you know, we can rock, we can switch off, but you know, like too long, it seems to rock the boat and then we're in switching back. Right. So, um, okay. but it is, you know, like that's a silver lining. He's, he's developed, his speech is developing. I think he's, his just intellect, his problem solving, all that's happening. It's developing faster than it was originally. And it could just be sheer coincidence. Um, but I, I like to think that part of it has to do with us. Another huge moment was, you know, this is the, and it's not like he's, he's doing this consecutive, but he went potty in the little toilet for the first time and, that's super encouraging and like a huge, uh, huge win. And, uh, I know we still have a long way to go before his potty trained, um, you know, and maybe even, you know, much further than even I'm thinking now, but still it's an awesome thing. We were here to experience it, you know, it was, it was very cool. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about, which was a very hilarious moment. And, um, and also kind of like a, it's like an ending of an age. Uh, I thought my last bath with Shep was going to be, uh, on new year's eve just because it was one where i was i was gonna take a bath with him and then he ended up pooping in the tub so i ended up jumping out and then i was i've been kind of like skittish to get in the tub with him since he pooped in it because it's just like
2: well
0: and it was like there was no warning like he didn't give me any like look or anything like all of a sudden there was like a grunt and i'm like wait what like what did you And a, a little poop pop pops up and it's like oh you know shit uh literally um, so I was like so
1: cute for them in the bath
0: yeah and so then I was like all right that's the last bath um but the other day he was like you know we're in there and I was just you know not since that moment I've I'm in there with him I'm kneeling at the tub I'm playing with him I'm interacting I'm just not in the tub with him um but he kept being like taking he was like off 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 like dada like sit down he wanted me in the tub and I was like oh this is so cute like I'm gonna get in the tub uh now in hindsight our, a close friend of our suds was like uh, I don't know why you didn't keep your shorts on because I was just like, well, I'm going to just get in the tub. I'm getting in the tub. I'm his dad. I'm going to get in the tub. I've taken baths with him before. Um, but I didn't really connect the fact that he's been more interested in his own wiener recently. And he, you know, like, so when I got in, he was just like, he was fixated. It was, and it was making me uncomfortable, you know, um, to the point where I, I tried putting some bubble bath in there and that wasn't working. Um, because you know like the water wasn't going you know so it was too clear he was looking directly at it i'm like what the fuck so i, I had to make like uh just like a really game time decision and i just tucked it i manjined it um and the kid looked at me as if i was a fucking wizard and it was just like the look as if like i was just like poof we're gonna be gone and He was like whoa uh it like fucked with his head for a little bit and uh to the point where we had to cut the bass short where I was like I think I've done too much damage and
1: too, though, so. yeah, I was like
0: I think this is bad I don't know I, I, I was trying I was trying to do the right thing and I think I did a bad thing uh so now I'm gonna have to bring the kid into uh you know therapy probably <laughs> but the funny thing is so after that he's been very concerned about my wiener like there'll be times when I'm changing him and he's like dada wiener 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 and he's like trying to lift my shirt up to see it and I think it's because he thinks it's gone and so, so so now, yeah I have this dilemma I'm like do I show my kid my dick again just so he knows it's there you yeah, I don't know I don't know so it's silver lining but I don't know. I probably can't keep this in the podcast because social services will come um, but wow no, it's so normal yeah. it's so normal
1: all kids think that dicks are crazy but like I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, kids have been staring. Like I don't know. Like I've had to. I've maintained eye contact while going to the bathroom with my kids. I mean, like they're always right there. And like I don't know. Maybe vaginas are just like not as enticing as like.
0: <laughs> <Well>, yes. <yeah, it's...
1: laughs> oh yeah. Um, but I mean, Ellie like would ask me like when's I when when do I get a penis? I'm like bad news for you. you. know, Never unless you want it then later. <laughs>
2: yeah. But
1: uh, so she's. She finally actually it took it, it took a girl's only sleepover with her auntie Kara for her to like actually refer to herself as a girl.
0: Oh
1: really? No. <laughs> she could go.
0: <laughs> She's like, yeah, uh, I yeah, I'm, I'm potato.
1: Convenient. <laughs>
0: I'm potato. Um, yeah. So she for sure is.
1: But yeah, I kids I think kids are just fixated with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they like, I mean, it's there to play with, right? Totally. And you guys never stop playing with it. Right. So. Yeah, that's
0: true. true it's gonna be it's gonna be his cross the bear um so are are you mike and i know you guys aren't huge tv people but is there a show and and i do know of one at least that we can talk about but is there a show that's helping you guys you know when the kid you finally get the kids in bed unwind uh you know connect a little bit just have a sense of normalcy
1: i think like bob's burgers is our like autopilot for that because you can turn it on and like God damn, that show is funny. Like, that is, like, just such a funny, funny show. Um, And so I think there's, like, a lot of comfort in, like, that. And, like, the It's Always Sunny episodes. Like, we just, the quarantine one, which is really (laughs) funny.
0: (laughs) Very Um, fitting. But
1: but that brings you, or, but that brings me, um, and all you crazy cats and kittens out there. um, I I wanted
0: to open, I wanted to open the show that way. God damn it. Yeah, that's. I should have opened it that way. (laughs)
1: Um, okay. So like, Tommy, you've always been someone who is like, um, you were like, so you're always so ahead of the cusp of like eventual pop culture things like this, like Joe exotic and like all like, Oh my God. It just, it was so necessary. The eight, like the 800
0: is, pound tiger in the room. Let's talk about it.
1: Literally. <laughs> literally, oh, like, oh, It's so good. Like it's so good. It's perfect. It's trap. Like there isn't one person who doesn't feel better about their current situation after watching that.
0: Oh my God. And I've even seen a meme yeah. where it, like,
1: it was. No, definitely killed her husband. Oh, um,
0: Oh, <laughs> and like
1: the, the, Oh, I'm going to do so many. Okay. I, I can't, I need to stop.
0: Um, no, no, no let's, to... let's deep dive. It. We can edit some of the earlier stuff out. You know, we'll just, it'll be a tiger King podcast.
1: <laughs> I know. Seriously, I could talk about it forever because it's just outrageous. Like,
0: it really should outrageous. have just been a Tiger King podcast. If I thought about it, we should totally. We should it's have just done it. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, we really, we really could have just done that. No, it's a, uh, it's awesome. Uh, the memes it's generated are fantastic. So the
1: the combination of Joe Exotic and Trump's Trump, head. Oh my god!
0: Now. The fact that it seems like big cat owners are in these polygamous relationships and that's just kind of like uh that was the big wake-up call to me which was like oh word up! like that's just part of the game you get a big cat you start getting multiple partners whether they be guys or girls that blew my mind
1: I mean, it's super culty like i feel like some of the things that they created could have been like that other what's the what was the one in oregon the uh, oh, that was a good
0: one uh not the something wild west like, or something
1: country or something yes
0: yes about the what, well, and I think ironically, uh, the title that that Doc Ansel go, went by, Bhagavan, wasn't that the same title that yeah. the dude in Oregon went by? It was like it
1: could. I think you're right, and maybe that's why I remembered it. Do the connection? Uh, it triggered or whatever, but like, yeah. It's just, it's, it's very bizarre. And like, it's, there are so many parts of it that was like uncomfortable to watch, like, especially with like some of the female like workers and even like the guy workers, you know, with Joe Exotic and how they, like these people or how they use the cats or whatever, like they just have like a hold over or like a spell over. Well, the cats
0: and methamphetamine. What's that? (laughs) I said that Well, it's the cats and the meth
1: totally the drugs in the, math.
0: The, dr- in the, math. <laughs> the drugs the the meths helped get the hooks in
1: I never thought they seemed very messy but I always like when they talked about how much weed that that Travis guy smoked oh, and yeah. for him to be like, that like like cut still I was like oh weird I'm like I wonder what he's doing because whenever I smoke all I want to do is eat so. <laughs> well just Uh-oh. look at your
0: husband you know he smokes a lot What's of weed that? I said your husband's pretty cut and smokes a lot of weed
1: Self control, like nobody's business. Though, like I don't like I'm like, Kate, don't go eat spoonfuls of <laughs> peanut butter immediately after this, and then two seconds later I'm like, who? Like, <laughs> I can't like, say no if it's something that I like. Actually, group chat. <laughs> um,
0: have you have you taken one of those tests to see which uh Tiger King character you're most like?
1: Oh my god, no! Please, I want to. <laughs> I need to. I need to know. So
0: I'm so. I am uh, the boyfriend, John, uh, the toothless meth head, not Travis, the toothless, <laughs> the toothless meth head. That's who I got matched up with. Um he
1: got his teeth. You see, he I got did. Teeth. I saw
0: he got a new girl. Uh, well, I guess one of the more feel-good parts about that story, right? Um, yeah. and I, Yeah,
1: Mary's marries the woman of his dreams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the, the, for me, the show stealer was uh, Eric Collier, or EC, as he was known. Um, like three minutes into the to, to the first episode it's like so saw this fucking ad on craigslist and i was like fucking tigers i've never done this shit so let's, let's fucking do it and now i'm doing tiger shows uh he's, but like
1: how normal does that seem in comparison to, to everyone else
0: absolutely i mean there's there was like so much shit that there's another meme that would, that would really pointed out that some guy like drives up in like a doom buggy and a skeleton and uh, by that point we've seen so much weird shit that like it seemed normal you didn't even question it you're like oh that,
1: like, that guy that's
0: like the 99th <laughs> weird thing I've seen so it's like not even registering with me um so,
1: so episode each episode though like you're like no way <laughs> like it can't it can't get more strange than the one before and, and then you're like what's next like you're almost like like scared it was, of what? Yeah, happened. I mean, like what else am I gonna know? Like, I think what's sad, and just to address the whole sadness of it, um, like I think it's sad. I don't think that the treatment of these animals went unnoticed. I mean, they were feeding them like garbage,
0: Walmart,
1: Walmart <laughs> food, but they were feeding people that yeah, too. It was no like one's really knew about that. Yeah, <laughs> so true. true. Uh, I think that I don't think it's necessarily lost. I think what was very surprising to me is to learn that there's more tigers and endangered lions and animals that were bred here than like in in the the wild. wild. Like what I would love to see is like, and I get that you can't really, like, at some point be reintroduced, but, like, with some of these cubs, I mean, these guys were breeding really, Like, I'm not going to say they were doing something right, but they sure shit got a lot of animals out of it. Like, why can't the knowledge provided there be used more, like, in the wild or, you know, that that type of
0: setting? Totally. Well, I mean, I guess that was something I was thinking was, like, you know, at least we, the, these tiger, you know, grand, you know, and I don't know, sometimes I go back and forth with what I'm about to say, but, you know, the fact that there's they were so close to extinct and there are this number alive in america isn't that kind of a good thing you know where it's right. that they're here you know that we have them that they're not lost um so yeah i mean um you know also I, you know i guess the silver lining is you get to see what uh, a three-way dude marriage and pink yeah in pink denim looks like you know pretty, look, look pretty so sweet.
1: I'm an ombre girl right like i like the two-tone hair yeah. but i mean took it to a level I don't think I could ever really reach.
0: No, it, it, it's funny because, you know, it's like another meme I saw that's pretty accurate is uh, when it's March and you have your Halloween costume and it's a shot of, oh there's going to be so many oh, dire
1: The amount of time it must take. I mean, another thing is it's like that guy looked in the mirror every day.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. And thought, it had an irrational confidence. You know, in sports, you talk about these people with irrational confidence uh, you know who aren't very good but just think that they're Michael Jordan. Um that was Joe, but somehow it worked because like he got two boyfriends and supposedly they may not may or may not have been gay, you know, depending on who you ask in the in the episode. Um yeah it's just wild how you know it doesn't even have to be you know based in any true foundation. Irrational confidence will get you a long way. That was my takeaway. <laughs> yeah you know really. how far how far that'll go. Um, anything else you got, you know, you guys are watching? I mean, that's a pretty um, good list. Uh, you know, whether it be always sunny, Bob's burgers, tiger King. Yeah. Um,
1: we watch random stuff. I like vice a lot. Oh, yeah. I like, vice. I love Vice. Like, it is, like a good one to go ahead and scroll on too. I like, I like that.
0: Um, so, so we're going to kind of switch gears here. You know, we talked a lot about arts and artists, um, That have gotten us through this, so we're gonna have a little bit of fun. We're gonna choose our quarantine. So those are uh, fictional uh, people, and and, you know we'll we'll allow for uh, a little stretch of the rules for you. Maybe reality show characters, even they're real people, but we'll consider them fictional for the sake of this. And we're not allowed to choose anyone um, in our real life. So you know you can't choose Mike to be on your quarantine. Um, and none okay. of your children are allowed on your quarantine. So these are people from TV shows, books, uh, bands, uh, maybe artists that you would choose to be quarantined with. Uh, we'll choose our favorite five and you don't have to choose five, but we'll, we'll choose five. And I'm going to start with my first, uh, quarantine, okay. my quarantine member. Um, uh, I'm choosing MacGyver. Um, I'm, right. I'm choosing MacGyver for, I think some obvious reasons. If, uh, if we go post-apocalyptic, I feel like he'd be a great engineer, taking normal everyday items and being able to use them and transform them into uh, even more useful items, perhaps take a, a coffee can and turn it into a CB radio. And if something broke, you could fix it. Um, so so he's my first choice. Uh, do you have a first choice for your quarantine? I have not had mine
1: ranked.
0: Okay, so do you it doesn't to have to be give... ranked. Yeah, it could just be any member
1: um so just kind of going in like the food aspect of it as well i'm gonna do gordon ramsay
0: Ooh, okay that's uh
1: like i, I wouldn't bitch about the situation
0: <laughs> right he'd be tough um he might like i he's i mean he's a polarizing pick I, I like gordon ramsay i just i feel like uh my my hesitation would just be like if i'm quarantined i'm like is he gonna get angry and yell at us
1: Totally. So, and I hope so. You know, cause we all need to get out somehow and to have like, you know what I mean?
0: True. True. Yeah. He can lead the boat in that. Um, that's it. That might, your choice may actually, uh, change some of my, my thinking on this. So my second choice was Kenny powers, just cause I feel like Kenny powers from Eastbound and Dime would be someone I want to party with. Yeah. He'd be a, a good, just solid, fun, awesome. hang. What about you?
1: My number two pick is Louise Belcher. Oh, because I, I mean, she, she's like, you talk about someone with a plan and a heart.
2: That's just, (laughs)
1: um, she always would be able to come up with a creative plan and I would totally do that.
0: Oh, uh, well, um, that's an excellent pick. Uh, my third pick is Gandalf the white from Lord of rings. Um, Again, kind of on a similar token to uh, having MacGyver, how useful would it be to have uh, to be stuck in a house with a wizard? Um, I, I feel like the possibilities are just little, literally endless with that sort of uh, quarantine member.
1: I think you're right, and it's really funny because I also had a magical creature on mine too.
0: Um,
1: I had Aladdin or the genie from Aladdin.
0: Oh, okay. See, I, I guess. Um, you know the the benefit to your plan is you know you get three wishes i'm not guaranteed that gandalf is going to be do anything for me um you know i have to win on his favor and then hope he likes me and then hope you know i can get him to conjure up a bunch of really dope shit um
1: totally i'm going to pick the will smith one
0: the will smith one. okay i
1: robin robin williams voice like cuz we rewatched both of them we've been we're watching like the real person one and then the, like the old uh, school no, one the...
0: back to back uh,
1: his voice was like, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot that was Robin Williams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was great. Uh,
0: so so you're – but you're still picking the Will Smith version. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I haven't watched – I don't think I've watched the live version. So now
1: – It's, it's like, it's surprisingly, it's really good. I dug it.
0: Awesome. Um, my, my fourth pick, um, you know, I didn't mention this when I talked about the shows that are getting us through this. It's not one that I've, um, you know, been – particularly fond of um and I shouldn't even say that I should say it wasn't one I was excited about but Lita has been re-watching Grey's Anatomy and I don't even know if it's rewatching. I don't think she watch she's watching Grey's Anatomy now so she went back and she's and I don't know how many seasons there are or what season we're in but she started on season one and we're now like maybe halfway through maybe more than halfway through so my other pick was Lexi Grey because um, in this scenario, I'm not quarantined with my wife, and I, I think Lexi might be the most attractive of all the um, cast members, female cast members, and uh, she's also a surgeon. So if something were to happen in the house, I would have a surgeon, Lexi Gray, there. Um, and there's a alternate reality episode where she's a you know, pretty fun drug addict. So um, I don't know. I feel like that means she's got that in her. So. Stop. Yeah, so Lexi Gray is my fourth pick.
1: My fourth pick is Bob the Builder for, like, a similar reason. If anything broke, I mean, like, there's a positive attitude and the ability to fix it.
0: That is really smart. Um, I I have my guy to fix my stuff, so I was was just like, shit. Um, What I don't have is a cook.
1: Jimmy rigging it versus, like, actually, like,
0: fixing it. True, (laughs) true. This is...
1: It's working, but that's all the quarantine
0: is going to be, right? That's right. Sure. That's right. It's a solid. It's a. It's still a solid pick. I feel like. So, I feel like I'm going to kick myself for not choosing a chef. Um, you know, just, I had something I didn't think about. But if we're only talking about fictional characters, I feel you know this character would be able to actually qualify in the food category. I'm going with Jesus because we would not uh ever run out of booze he could turn all of our water into wine um i could have a some just a little bit of bread and he can turn into a bunch of fish um so i feel like jesus would be my final he's kind of like a wizard right i guess like him and gandalf there might that might be actually a backfire pick because him and gandalf might have some you know rivalry going on where he's like oh Gandalf turned, you know, that dog into a frog. We'll check this out. I'm gonna turn that sofa into a giant big neck, Tommy. I'm like, whoa. And you're gonna get
1: caught in the crosshairs. Yeah, I mean,
0: it might be some weird love triangle. Um, it, maybe no. it's a, probably gonna be a square because.
1: <laughs> <a great> anatomy. <laughs> yeah, we gotta
0: throw great, Yeah, Lexi Gray in there. So now it's a it, it's a square. It's a square. And uh, yeah, and I'm not kicking Kenny Powers out of bed too. So now we're talking about a pentagram. Um, yeah. So you, who is your fifth choice?
1: Um, so I have two different ones, okay. um, one's animal, oh, two.
0: Yeah. You, I, you know, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you choose a, a fictional animal and, uh, we'll, we'll give you that as a bonus for sure.
1: thank you. Um, I would like to have, um, oh, I guess it's a character. Wait, so did, wait, sorry. Okay. A character or an actress, um, let's see. I had it and then I just lost it.
0: It's all right. You actually said. So
1: about the pet. I know the pet for sure. What pet? It's um called Stick Cat. Oh, okay. It's this um book that my son reads. This kids one, um, and it's really pretty. It's pretty cute. It's this cat and it's um, it has a best friend cat named Edith. And they used to live across the street from each other and then their owners met and now they live together and they go on these like crazy adventures and it's really it's really funny. But Stick Hat's really useful. Um and he <sighs> makes good plans. Yeah.
0: That's fantastic. I uh, if I have to choose a fictional pet for our quarantine, which I think is fitting, we got two dogs. Um, I'm gonna go with two dogs. I'm gonna go with Dan and Little Ann from where the oh, where the red classic. fern goes. Uh classic. The first book that I really loved, uh, it made me cry. Um, two loyal ass dogs, very smart, well-behaved, well-trained. Um, they'll die for you, y'all, yo. you know, like they, legit. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Dan and Lil' Ant from, from Where the Red Goes. That's a good
1: answer. Yeah. That's a really good one.
0: Um, tell, now- tell everyone where they can find Pop Moms podcast and, uh, you know, all the different ways they can follow you or support you um, I I think it's, we're talking about artists that have gotten us through. So I I think it goes without saying that this is a very important time to support those artists, you know, in in the ways that we can, whether that be through Patreon or, or, you know, rather than, uh, you know, illegally downloading their music or movies, buying those while we can, um, especially for the ones that are out there putting out content for us, uh, during this kind of, boring uh, you know tough mundane uh, trying time you know uh, but yeah where where can they find you?
1: um we're most active on Instagram <clears throat> um, we also are on Facebook and Twitter. Um, you can go to www.potmomspodcast.com dot uh, com and you can sign up for our mailing list. that's something that's um, that's fun to do. Um, otherwise just subscribe and listen and rate. On really any streaming service, um, if we're not on it, um, email me, um, popmomspodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we'll kind of try to keep you laughing through it. We play a fun game called um, Faker Real Strain Name Game, and um, they're all themed. So we have like Midwestern food or a strain name or is it a porno or a strain name or um, an OPI nail polish color or a strain name. So we try to get pretty creative with it.
0: For sure, um, I was gonna say I was a guest on Pop Mom's podcast, and we did a, a Game of Thrones uh, parody string game, <clears throat> so that was quite fun. Um, Kate, again, I thank you for coming in and doing this last minute. It was uh, it was a joy, and I felt like it was definitely appropriate, seeing that your podcast was the one that that uh, that kind of inspired this episode. Um, thank you. Have a great thank night. Thank you. And again, this is New Dad, Uncle Tickles. Please, as Kate said, uh, you know, rate and review when you can. Go out there and support Pop Moms Podcasts, support New Dad Podcasts, support the artists that are creating art that you're enjoying and getting you through this quarantine time. Uh, We love you here. Try to keep your head up. And uh, New Dad will be coming next week with our second progress report episode i've kind of been buying some time to get more progress under my belt so we'll see (laughs) you then and until then um take us away